0: Hi guys, so this is episode 34 of Jordan Choice Podcast. Thanks so much for staying tuned and I'm really excited for season 2. I think I'm going to change a bit on season 2 and how I want to portray it. I've really simplified all the processes because I used to keep using Adobe Audition and I think the multiple or the number of steps for me to record a podcast or edit a podcast kind of created a barrier for me and i kind of don't like it um so i've decided to make it as simple as possible and i'm just using my phone that's it very simple Um, and I think that that kind of, like, removes that barrier of trying to consistently post my episodes. And so, yeah, so today's just going to be about adult friendship again. I I think I didn't really like my first episode of adult friendship. uh, Reason being is because I was recording it with my phone, but then some notification came on, and then all the audio didn't get recorded, and I'm so sad. I'm so sad, honestly. But I think that's fine now, um... I hope there's no other notification that's gonna happen. So yeah, um what do I want to talk about? Adult friendships. I guess. Uh what inspired this topic started off with I'm not sure if you guys know this this new Netflix. Okay, not really new, but it's kind of a couple of months now. It's called Summer I Turned Pretty. And I was watching on TikTok. Um there was this scene where she was saying she was giving a monologue about how She's just. She literally just said that like Taylor was the one that everyone looked at, and then she was just kind of just there, and I felt so, um, related, relatable. I felt like I related to her so much in that one sentence. Uh, we because. I felt like that too. Not not because like oh um the guys I want the guys to look at me, but it's more like I felt like whenever I see my friends um they make friends so easily, especially when I was younger. They make friends with whoever and whatever, right? And I was just kind of there. Like I if if let's say we're meeting like a friend's parents and their parents would say, oh she's qu- Jolin's quite quiet. Like Joe is really quiet, and you know like they don't really understand why I was quiet. But it's more because I was really shy and i have social anxiety where i get really anxious meeting someone new and then after meeting them i'll start playing out what what if scenarios and that just kind of frustrates me but it's a lot better now honestly it's a lot better now um so maybe this episode was more of kind of sharing um some background of my experiences of how how the way i make friends from when I was younger, all the way to now as an adult, has totally changed, and it's it never occurred to me how much how different it is, and how how making friends as an adult um, is very different. I won't say it's difficult, but it's just different. And then um, and then me realizing that I I'm just really anxious meeting people, very anxious for people to dislike me. Um I think that probably stems from um maybe the way I was brought up, how I felt because I was, I lived in a very traditional conservative household. And I think if you listen to all my episodes, I always say that, that I live in a conservative household and, and my relatives dislike me just because I'm a woman or, or or more like they didn't really treat me as well as my older brother and I could feel it. Or maybe it was just a story that my younger self told me myself, you know? You never know, right? Um, But it doesn't mean it invalidated my experiences, how they don't really like, talk to me or they don't really say hi to me and stuff and so um so yeah I was just very afraid of being disliked by others and I think that's that also stems from the fact that I don't really like myself um when I was younger and I was afraid that people wouldn't like me as well and I would and I remember like when I was young when I was like going to um Classes and I had this module where it's about counseling in my diploma because I did like HR in diploma, uh, HR diploma, and we one of our exams was about counseling. And, and, and then I like was, the, and then one of the teachers was like, Okay, choose a problem and let's start with that, right? And that would be your your practice uh, rounds before your exams and I said okay maybe the topic could be I don't really like myself and everyone was so shocked like I remember all my friends were like what why everyone loves you everyone likes you and I'm like why why would you like me (laughs) I didn't know why I really hated myself back then Um, and I I think this is like a lot of self-loathing and low self-esteem that that kind of I think it penetrated into my perspective and experiences when I was making friends. Um because of that layer of um tinted glasses. Oh you know what I mean? Like basically I felt very like I hate myself, so I think people are gonna hate me too, right? Um uh, maybe that was the mentality that I had. And and yeah, I I, I think uh, it was very negative, not gonna lie uh, And I have no idea Okay, maybe I do Or maybe there's something that I need to think about How I've changed and how I evolved To someone that I genuinely like who I am as a person uh, Genuinely know that my friends like me for me And I'm not alone, you know, in this, in this world Then, of course, you know I have FOMO but now there's this new trend about Jomo, which basically means um, joy of missing out, whereas FOMO was fear of missing out. And for me, I had the longest time I was always had this like, gut feel that everyone was always purposely um, excluding me. And I wasn't sure why, and I felt so left out all the time that like, I don't know everyone's... Like, sometimes you'll be talking about some things that I I don't even know what they're talking about. And and I think that also stems from the fact that I didn't really get my own personal phone until I was, like, 17 or 18. And everyone was already on, like, WhatsApp group chat. And I wasn't even on, on group chats. I didn't even know we had group chats. So I was kind of left out in that sense. Um, but of course, I'm not saying that all my friends were always leaving me out. I had friends also that were very intentional of of making sure that I'm always included, and they were they were very intentional of making sure that uh, we have fun together, you know, and I'm always inside of the jokes. So I guess, in a sense, if I were to look back, right, maybe my younger self' experiences and her perspective uh, is valid. She felt left out, but at the same time, if if we actually kind of step back and look at at it from a very like objective or third party perspective she she may be she may feel left out but it doesn't mean that everyone's actually leaving her out there are people who who includes her and she may not always be involved in all the secrets or drama or or whatever right or she but the point is there are certain aspects where people will invite you include you in um just because um maybe because you know you're the they know that you don't like clubbing. So of course they're not gonna invite you to clubbing, right? Or they know that, you know, you you like you like sports. So of course they're gonna invite you to sports, right? People people feed off what you like. And of course other people would want to please you in a certain way and not really offend you, right? Why well, if you hate clubbing, why would they force you to go clubbing, you know what I mean? So I think in that sense, um my younger self um, experiences is not necessarily 100% bad but I think my younger self um, did not understand how my internal experiences or the stories I've been telling myself is not the same as reality and I think that's something that helped me a lot in building in overcoming my anxiety in meeting people um, why because I start to realize, you know, I may be feeling anxious now, I may be feeling awkward, but that doesn't mean the other person's feeling awkward. If I don't feel awkward or if I don't say I'm awkward or if I don't, like, emit the vibe of awkwardness, um, I don't think the entire room will be awkward. You know what I mean? So it's kind of balancing um, your own perspective and really looking at what the current situation entails. Um, understanding the social setting, understanding where you're at this social setting. um, Is this, you know, understanding like, oh, is this the right time to speak? Is this the right time to say hello? Even till today, I still feel I do not know when it's the right time to speak and when it's not. But it, it's still getting better. It's something that I'm improving on. Um, and ironically, I'm doing a podcast, <laughs> which, I, which everyone expects me to know how to speak. But honestly, I think I'm really bad at speaking. I don't know. Who knows, right? Um, also, so, I was talking about FOMO, right? And then now, JOMO. So, I'm really excited for JOMO, this whole feeling of um, joy of missing out. And and I kind of like it because, um, to be frank, I kind of spend lesser when I'm out with friends. But also, of course, I do have friends where we don't spend as much as well. and And I don't mind missing out. I don't mind, like, I think today is the F1 race. I'm so glad I'm not there. Because can you imagine the crowd? I just can't. Like I don't think I like the event enough to tolerate a crowd. You know what I mean? Like if for example you like Sam Smith or Taylor Swift and you would tolerate the crowd because you like your artists, you like the singers, you know, you like the event, you like the music and so on and so forth. So so yeah, I think I don't mind missing out. I don't mind being at home, you know, reading a good book, or or even just journaling and or even working on my, my podcast or working on my content. I think that brings me joy. Um and I think everyone's definition of joy changes and it depends on one another, right? It depends on yourself. Yeah. So I think also another thing that helped me overcome my anxiety, my social anxiety over the years was was realizing how I was quite possessive over my friends. Um, especially after secondary school So I'm not sure if any of you guys are young Because I think my demographics for my podcast listeners Are in my 25s and above <laughs> So I mean if you're in your secondary school you know, Maybe this would be good advice for you But if it's not, it's fine uh, especially after secondary school, everyone's like going to different locations, different schools. Everyone's going to JC. everyone's going to uh, overseas college, or someone's going to poly, or they're going to different polytechnics, different high schools in general. And, and you just feel like oh, you want your group of friends to stay together, but you, 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 you can't accept. Or maybe when I was younger, I couldn't accept the fact that everyone was living their own life, and I felt very left out. And 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 the reason why I felt left out and I understand my younger self was that my younger self was putting them first. I was putting other people before my life. I was putting them as a priority rather than myself. So I would be waiting for them to ask me out when actually I should be doing things that I like for myself, right? So I think the whole point of focusing on yourself really meant a lot for me as someone who has social anxiety, who, who wants to please others, who wants to put others first. But but I sure would, but in reality, I should have, or a lesson I, I, I should have learned at a young age was that I should put myself first, do things I like, even if it means that I'll go to a classroom or an event alone, but I'm doing things that I like. And that's more important, right? Because... Eventually, when you're doing things you like, you attract like-minded people like yourself. You attract people that are similar to you. You attract people who like the same things as you. And, and you definitely have friends. It's, the world is not so vast. And you don't live in a country where, um, you know, the next town is like 25 kilometers away. Or the next town is you have to take a 6 hours flight to, to go to another town. You know what I mean? Especially in Singapore, like, you're you're literally with people all the time like even the trains and you definitely meet and you definitely bump into people and you definitely uh, make new friends you know so yeah and and I think uh, what really helped me overcome this anxiety was that I can be my own best friend if I treat myself as my own best friend um I, I wouldn't feel this need to to have other people be my best friend you know so yeah, um, I think those were the few points, focusing on myself, treating myself like a best friend helped me a lot in, in reducing that feeling of FOMO, in reducing that feeling of putting people in the pedestal, you know, waiting for them, disrespecting my own time, or, you know, and, and realizing that I can make friends with other people who are are literally um, similar to me or like-minded myself like myself so the next part of this episode i really want to talk about was over time um the difference between making friends between your youth and your adulthood is so vastly different and and if you're in your youth and you're going through it, I hope this helps you, you know. And if you're in your adulthood and you're going through this, I hope this helps you too and, and helps you to realize that you're not alone. Um, in your youth, you definitely make friends because your classmates are literally like one meter away from you. They're they literally in the table next to you. And you'll definitely be making friends all the time. Or even if you go to an extra curriculum or you go to a, a society or you go for classes, extra classes. you definitely make friends. Because you're consistently meeting these people, um, and you guys are kind of friends because of the vicinity you guys are in or the, the the constant um you know you guys are always seeing each other, so that's one um, and it's the, it's the nature of school right it's the nature of of always um being near each other, and then when you're maybe in i don't know. In your adulthood, maybe in your early 20s or even university, everyone's like living their own lives that if you really want to make friends, you will start to realize that if someone really wants to be friends with you, they have to make an effort. You They have to like book you in in their calendar or, or at least like uh, put a note and reminder that, you know, I'm meeting you on Saturday. Because everyone will be so busy, right? Especially in university, everyone has so many curriculums. Everyone has like starting their business, starting their CCA, their president of this... You know, or they're doing projects that, uh, like, takes up, like, 90% of their grades. So, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, but yeah, that kind of... That kind of... I mean, it, it sounds like a bad thing, but actually, if you think about it, it kind of helps you filter out people that actually really want to be in your life and people who don't. And I think that's, like, kind of a good thing and a bad thing as well. And then not only that, I think the nature of studying abroad, if, you, if you've ever studied abroad, uh, you will kind of recognize that... Wait, after you graduate, everyone kind of moves back home or everybody moves back somewhere. And not everyone's going to stay in the same town as you. Not everyone's going to stay in the university town that you live in. Uh, not everyone's going to be... You, you're not going to be close to all your friends when you move back home. So I, I'm really like jealous. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm human. I'm really jealous of uh, seeing uh, my schoolmates who move back home and they're still close friends with their friends hometown friends, you know. If, let's say, they move back to Singapore, they're still friends with all their friends. Or they move back to, um, I don't know, to Canada, and they're still friends with all their friends in their hometown, in Toronto, and so on and so forth. Whereas for me, I feel like, I think I spent too much time um, struggling in during my university, that I didn't really put in an effort to keep in contact with quite a lot of my friends back home in Singapore. But at the same time, I think, like, it kind of showed me that I think uh we all grew apart or they had their own lives and you know they don't see a point in in continuing their friendship either. So of course like you can't force something, right? You can't force uh someone to like you or be a friend with you. So so I think it's fine. Uh but I, but I, I wish uh I had that. So I felt like when I after I graduated I had to like restart my whole friendship circle. I had to uh, make friends again and I did I really did make new friends I made <laughs> friends through Instagram I made friends through my work and and I think it's amazing I make friends through church and I, I don't know I'm just quite surprised that um, you can make friends you know people saying that oh you can't make friends when you're adult is very difficult but I think it's more about perspective um, you can make friends even as you're adult you might even um, be in a better position to make friends because you're now more mature, you, you, you have a better mindset, you know, when you make friends, you have a healthy relationship, you give them space, you give yourself space, you recognize you have boundaries, you respect other people's boundaries, and, and maybe you'll be even closer than your friends that you met years ago, you know, um, so, so yeah, I think the way we lose friends changes over time, um, and I think that's part and parcel, right? You know, you either drift apart or grow apart. And I think what's not talked a lot is the fact that um you know we everyone's always talking about oh getting over a a relationship breakup, like a partner breakup, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever, right? But no one talks about uh friendship breakup, you know, where it, and friendship breakups are the worst because you don't actually have the text message that gives you that closure to say, okay, we're ending this friendship. You know, you go bestie. You know, we don't do that, right? When, when a friendship ends, it usually ends because two people stop talking. Uh, or maybe you guys had a fight and haven't made any amends yet. And I think um, I like to reiterate to everyone that it's okay to feel sad that you lost your friends and it's okay to feel like you miss them and it's okay to let you, yourself process that whole emotion. But don't let losing friends um define your self-worth and don't let it like dictate or reflect or basically like don't tell yourself that uh because you have no friends means you are a loser. Um you know, you're probably, everyone, especially everyone will go through a different stage of their lives, you know, I think when I was really depressed in 2020, 20, I, I don't know, and one of the year, and I just stopped talking to everyone because I was just so in in this negative mindset, doesn't mean that I hated everyone, it's just that I, I was trying to, trying to become a better person for myself, you know, so, so sometimes your friends are going through a hard time and, and they just can't, they can't bring you into their life right at this point, you know? And you never know, you you might even, like, reconnect with them later on in the years. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think... Yeah, I think this is all I really want to talk about for adult friendship. Um, It's probably something that I'm also going through, you know? Like, missing my friends that I used to be friends with. And realizing and recognizing that maybe we've all grown apart. and uh, We're no longer the same person, you know? I'm no longer the same person that is willing to wait three hours for people that... Would not even bother to text you and tell you that um they're gonna be late. I am no longer the person that um uh, would tolerate uh people who would disrespect me. Or I'm no longer the person that um that is very that's the secondary school year owe me or the or the polytechnic you owe me like i'm just different you know and, and it's not like the bad thing and it's not like it's a good thing either it's just it's just the way life is and it's the way how it unfolds you know so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um you know if you would like to give your comments, you know, you want to share your experiences on, on adult friendships or your friendships in general, uh, please follow me on Instagram and DM me. I would love to hear your stories. I should really make a post on this on content so that you guys can comment down below. But yeah, I mean, if you really like this uh, podcast episode and you feel that uh, it's relevant for someone, don't forget to also share and follow this podcast episode, Jolene Choice. All right, thank you so much. All right, have a good week. Bye.